Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings, and it is bowl season. As a reminder, by the way, we are year-round. And there is no better place to get ready for the 2022 NFL Draft than the College Draft Podcast. We are three podcasts in one. We're a college football podcast. We're a college football betting podcast. And we are an NFL Draft year-round podcast. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. You see the... Game balls, helmets behind me. If you watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can hit me up on social at Ross Tucker NFL. And we, of course, are at Ross Tucker Pod. He is the star of the show. I make no bones about that. I am consistently impressed with the width, depth, and breadth of his knowledge. Say that three times fast. The great Emery Hunt at F Ball Game Plan on Twitter. Of course, he's already a YouTube star, football game plan on YouTube. And then footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide is where it's at. Emery, when is that bad boy coming out? When can I expect that in my email in uh, next year? Well, I would probably say early March and the reason why is because you know the the schedule pushed back a week or so now we got 17 games in the NFL schedule which pushed back the all-star games um so therefore the everything else slides back about a week or so but definitely in March I would say because I'll be at all the all-star games Ross every all-star game this year I will be there uh providing analysis coverage so Find me a draft pick that's at every All-Star game. Find me a draft pick that was at the FCS Bowl last weekend that kicked off All-Star game, the All-Star game circuit. You can't because they all go to the Senior Bowl. But you can't be a draft pick if you're only at the Senior or Shrine game. I'll be at all of them. Yeah, I don't even know about the FCS Bowl. Tell me about that. I saw you tweeting about it last week. Yeah, it's a small college All-Star game. Is Every December is seven years running, um, and it's comprised mostly of FCS prospects. But this year, because of everything being pushed back, they usually have two bowl games that, that weekend. It's FCS Bowl and a National Bowl, which is for D2, D3, NAIA prospects. So they just combine 
those two bowl games this year because of the situation that we're in currently in the country. And it's a great event. You're going to see a lot of guys are going to end up as priority free agents um, in, in the NFL. You're going to see some guys going to end up in these new alternate leagues like the XFL or the USFL. Some guys are going to end up getting drafted in Canada. So it's a great, you know, starting point for the, you know, for your prospect scouting, if, in my opinion, because it, it gets you to look at guys that anybody can watch Ohio State play Alabama and say, oh, yeah, that guy, Bryce Young, is going to be a pro player. Like, duh, he's a top, you know, five-star prospect at a, at a top five school. But you really want to train your scouting guys. You go to events like this and you find the guy, find the prospect. There were a few uh, that I saw this past weekend that I'm excited about and studying them, you know, as we get into this process a little bit more because they definitely had the off-the-bus look and they definitely were able to, you know, hold their own all week long against or the two days I was down there, the two days of practice uh, against guys from upper level, upper level competition. Uh, by the way, I don't know if we discussed this last week. I, I don't know if I knew or not, but I'm calling the FCS championship game for West of one. Oh, congratulations. That's, that's dope, man. Like it's unfortunate you won't get to see Sam Houston because he got thrashed last weekend, but you're going to get a good game because the last four teams that are in, are phenomenal, uh, you know, opponents. So that's that's awesome, man. Like add that to the Ross Tucker belt that you have too. I I, I don't think people, uh, you know, people need to really appreciate what you do and how you've gone about doing it because you're doing college games, you do pro games. Doesn't matter, you know, what level you're doing FBS, FCS, and the fact that you have NFL experience in the background that you that's show showcasing that people need to really give you your props, man. Like I feel like you're vastly underrated. Well, I appreciate that. Love doing it. I've done it. I did it like uh, I did back to back games. I did the two Carson Wentz games. Carson yeah. Wentz's juniors here, the only FCS <laughs> championship games I've done. Looking forward to because we saw back we, there. We ran into each other. At, that's what it, we ran into each other at Frisco. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're everywhere, man. All right. Let's start speaking of that. Let's start with Western Kentucky at App State. App is favored by three. And there's two Western Kentucky players that are legit NFL prospects that I'm aware of. I'm glad you want to talk about both of them. D'Angelo Malone, the D-end, and Bailey Zappi, the quarterback. Yeah, Malone was someone we talked about in the preseason, um, previewing group of five conferences. And and he was someone that has – he was the G – I can't say G5 because Cincinnati is still in the G5. You like Majay Majay Sanders of Cincinnati – yeah. You, you're like D'Angelo Malone of Western Kentucky. They play the same type of game. You know, they, they both are long, you know, linear guys that can really uh, dip and pressure the quarterback. So I'm excited to see him compete again in this ball game. I think he's, I don't know if he's a senior bowl or shrine game, but he's definitely one of those two uh, guys that are going to an all-star game. And, and Zappi transferred from Houston Baptist, threw for a lot of yards at Houston Baptist, and has, I think he has a chance to break uh, Joe Burrow's touchdown record in, in this game you know because he's he's got what 59 touchdowns or something like that so all he needs is what four touchdowns which should be light work for them uh to really break that record it has like i said last show or two shows ago the quietest 50 plus touchdown passing season that we've ever seen that you got that right uh he's not getting nearly as much attention i think as as he should he's been absolutely Phenomenal. All right. What about for uh, App State? I feel like I've heard about this guy before as well. Thomas Hennigan, their receiver. 
I'm going to always talk about Thomas Hennigan because I feel like no one is talking about him. They find other receivers on the team to talk about. Justifiably so, there are other good players. Um, but Hennigan has been consistent. Hennigan is someone I see as a Sunday guy that's going to that you're going to watch every Sunday and be like, man, this dude, just he's just open. And he's just making catches. He's just converting third downs. He's just moving the sticks. That's Thomas Hennigan. Um, and, you know, I'm a Sunbelt guy, so I watch a lot of Sunbelt football. And every time, you know, Louisiana's playing App State, here's a guy that's making the, the critical catch on uh, on third down or in the crucial part of the game. Hennigan is about 6'2", 215. He's, a, you know, he's, he, he's well put together. He knows how to stack defensive backs, great hands. Um, and is a, a, an active participant in the run game as well. So I'm a big fan of Hennigan and what he brings to the table. I think he's going to be a solid pro for a decade. All right. So what do you like in this game with App State laying the three? I'm taking Western Kentucky in the points here. I, unless Zappi and Malone aren't playing, which I doubt, uh, I don't understand why App is favored. Chase Bryce, you know, is has been wildly inconsistent. So to me, that sounds like a lot of, three and outs, which means you're going to give Western Kentucky more opportunities with the football, and they definitely know what to do with it. So I'm taking the Hilltoppers and the points here. Interesting. You sure that's not your App State hate? Not at all. We, we've been there, done that, bought a T-shirt. You know, we they're beneath us now. You know what I mean? So we're, we're on to bigger and better things. We got Marshall this week, so we're, we're, we're worrying about that. Uh, the other team from from the, uh, the old SoCon that we're, we're going to take care of this weekend in New Orleans Bowl. Love it. All right. Before we get to UTEP and Fresno, it's very important that people know how much I love the convenience of AutoZone. I said this on the Ross Tucker football podcast today, Emery. We did power rankings. I love being able to order stuff ahead of time. Like if I'm driving back from somewhere, I'm not going somewhere unless I can order ahead of time. I go in, there's people online, Emery. People online ordering. There's people in the drive-thru. I walk in. I walk in like Vince McMahon, okay? I know that my food's already sitting there. I walk in like, <laughs> what are you, waiting in line? <laughs> they already have made my food. It's already ready. I love it. That's AutoZone, dude. AutoZone has free same-day store pickup after you order online, which is awesome. Or if you don't feel like you've been leaving your house, they have free next day delivery. I like free. I like ordering stuff online. I like convenience. It's amazing. Every car is different. Oh, by the way, they got 6,000 stores nationwide ready to help you at a moment's notice. So next time you're starting a job, start it by shopping your way at AutoZone.com with their free same-day pickup and free Next day delivery. Get in the zone. Auto zone. All right, Emery. Who's getting in the zone? UTEP and Fresno. Fresno favored by 11 and a half. By the way, the whole Fresno thing, like, okay, Kalen DeBoer leaves for University of Washington. I get it. They bring back Jeff Tedford. I get it. But how about Hayner, their quarterback, goes in the transfer portal, to go to Washington, which is where he started his career, transferred from Washington to Fresno. He wants to go back because his coach is going there. But then Tedford comes in, I guess, convinces him to stay because he's going to stay at Fresno State, which I mean, I guess he's playing in the bowl game. Right. And, and 
at first you thought, okay, he's going to enter the NFL draft because he's been there forever. And now he's back. It's like, yo, I can't make, I can't make hairs and tails of how many people are eligible for the draft or not eligible for the draft or coming for this chaos. That's another reason why the draft guys will be pushed back a week. Um, so yeah. So let's say he's playing the game. All right, cool. Fine. Check. The, the point is Fresno state has very good defense and that's going to be key in this game against uh, UTEP. But having Hayner back there gives you some stability in offense. Um, but the big star is, is, is Ronnie Rivers, a running back, you know, to me, he's someone that's underrated. Another one, another guy we talked about in our preseason show. Um, we saw him break the record against uh, in in the opener against UConn out there in at Fresno, and so I think he's someone that UTEP will have to deal with. He's to me is the perfect complementary back at the next level. Good burst, good speed, good receiver out of the backfield. Someone that that's definitely going to have a role on Sundays. Love it. Uh, love Ronnie Rivers. Uh, you're right, though, Emery. You know, recruiting is a mess right now because everybody's just waiting on transfers. So high school kids are getting a raw deal, uh, especially the FCS. They're all waiting on seeing what happens with transfers. These schools don't know who's transferring, who's staying. Sean Clifford is going to be at Penn State for a sixth year. going to be a starting quarterback for a fourth season at age 24. It's unreal, and with the transfer portal and the extra year, I've lost track of who's playing for who next year. I, I really don't even know. It's a terrific point by you. Tell me who you're looking at on UTEP. Walter Neal Jr., the K-State transfer, has been excellent this year for UTEP. Big part of the turnaround for the Miners. I'm always glad to see UTEP having success. You want to see more uh, of these teams that have been downtrodden for, for quite some time to have success. And Neil has come in, has been feisty out there on the perimeter, uh, flying up, unafraid to make plays in a run game. So I think he's probably going to end up being a nickel at the next level. But you love someone that competes hard, that is not afraid to tackle, uh, and that, that can cover. So if you want him to be on the outside, he definitely has experience in doing so. And he's going to get a workout uh, against Fresno State that wants to you know, push the ball vertically down the field with, with uh, Hayner at quarterback. Fresno's laying 11 and a half. What is Emory Hunt doing? I am laying the points with Fresno. I, I love their offense. Defensively, they are good enough to slow down uh, UTEP's ground game, which will put UTEP at a disadvantage. They, they want to run the football, control the clock, tempo, and all that good stuff like that. Uh, but they don't really threaten you consistently throwing the football. And if you're one-dimensional against Fresno State, it makes their job a lot easier. So I trust that Fresno State will get the job done and, and cover easily. I like that pick. I also like PicksWise, the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth game predictions, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. How are we gambling in this South Carolina State-Jackson State game, Emory? Jackson State is laying 10. I saw you tweeting about them yesterday. Yeah, it's the Celebration Bowl. It's sold out. 
which is ridiculous. I've been to three. I've been to the first three Celebration Bowl games. The first one was was 30,000 fans, which was good for an FCS bowl game, right? But now you're at the point where they had to continue to open up sections of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta to the point where they're now sold out to where the Celebration Bowl tweeted out yesterday, hey, okay, because we're sold out, we're going to open up only 1,000 standing room only seats um, for fans because of the interest, which speaks volumes to the job that Coach Deion Sanders has done at Jackson State. And I don't know if you watched Jackson State this year, Ross, but that defense looks like an FBS defense. And only one team has scored over 20 points on Jackson State. So everyone else, including UL Monroe, which is an FBS opponent, has not gotten over 20 points against Jackson State. So this defense is going to be ridiculous. I don't think, um, and it's going to be a defensive game, but I don't think South Carolina State's offense will score against Jackson State. So I'm laying the points with Jackson State. And the reason why you saw me tweet about them the other day, Shadura Sanders, Deion Sanders' son, the freshman quarterback, won the Jerry Rice Award, which is given to the top freshman in the FCS. So he has the SWAC Freshman of the Year, and he also has a Jerry Rice Award, which is the National Award. He has played like a redshirt senior. He is playing well, well beyond his years. I have not seen a freshman quarterback play that poised, that calm, uh, from the position, regardless of subdivision. So I was impressed, thoroughly impressed. Didn't know what to expect of, of him coming in. Um, but we got to start believing Coach Prime. He told us in the spring, like, the team y'all seeing right now in the spring is not the team y'all going to see in the fall because of how we practice and who you're practicing against and the guys that we got on that roster. He wasn't lying because this team right here is the best, uh, you know, at the HBCU level, but also a top 10 FCS team and probably would have won a couple games in the FCS playoffs. Okay, I got a question. Why aren't they in the FCS playoffs? Because the SWAC and the MEAC winners are obligated to go to the Celebration Bowl. And uh, it's almost like how the Rose Bowl used to always get the top Big Ten and Pac-12 team, right? And they always had to go to the Rose Bowl. The bowl contract with the Celebration Bowl takes the top, the the conference winners. Otherwise, because we we used to have this thing called the Heritage Bowl, uh, which was played in Atlanta as well back in the mid to late 90s. And it, it was the same type of setup where the MEAC champ and the SWAC champ were supposed to meet, but it wasn't obligated. So what happened was the those top teams used to decline the bowl invitation and go to the playoffs. So you had a bowl game that had the third best and, and second best team in each conference going to the bowl game. And it was like, you know, the bowl game wasn't attended well because you, nobody wants to watch the third best team play each other. Uh, and so now they make sure the champs go to the bowl game as opposed to opting out and going to the playoffs. Very interesting. I, I did not know that. Um, was Sanders a heavily recruited kid? He was going to, he had committed to Florida Atlantic. He was a three-star prospect, committed to Florida Atlantic. Uh, then then Dion gets the job at Jackson State. Obviously, he decommits, and he joins his father at Jackson State. But he couldn't play in the spring because he was a, a high school freshman. Um, and so he had to wait to the fall. And that's exactly what he did. He uh, Apparently, all reports were, he was killing the defense during the spring practices. Uh, and that's why Coach Prime was like, hey, when we get out there in the fall, this team will look a lot different than what y'all seeing right now. Got it. Um, who are the prospects in this game? James Houston, the fourth for, for Jackson State, was a linebacker at Florida. And he transferred to Jackson State. 
and has become sort of a, a bit of an edge player. He's 6'1", about 230, but he has over 21 TFLs, over 19 and a half sacks, uh, which leads the FCS. So he's a top sack uh, producer. Uh, he can get after the quarterback. He's a senior, too. Um, he should have a huge day in this game. Someone that, that definitely has elevated his draft stock, kind of reinventing himself at Jackson State. And on South Carolina State side, Dakota Durant has been on the radar for quite some time. He is the best, probably, pro prospect uh, in the in the game. Um, and when you think about head coach Buddy Pugh and what he's done defensively in his tenure, he's one of the best coaches on that side of the ball, one of the best coaches, period, uh, that's underrated. But he's produced Javon Hargrave up front. He's produced Darius Leonard at linebacker to second level. And now he has the Kobe Durant uh, that should be at least a third-round pick. So Buddy Pugh knows defense, so I think this game would be closer than people think. Um, but the Kobe Durant has got as is a senior bowl, a shrine bowl guy. He's one of those type players. Uh, definitely one to watch. Who are you doing with the spread here? Laying the points with Jackson State. Laying those 10 points. Jackson State could win this game 21-0, and it wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I just see South Carolina State's offense, which is run-based, have problems against the number one rush defense and a secondary that has ball hawks and lockdown man-to-man corners. Ross, I'm telling you, if you hadn't seen this defense play, watch these dudes play. South Carolina will be on that struggle bus offensively against the Tigers. UAB is playing BYU. BYU's favored by seven. UAB's got a tight end, Hayden Pittman, you like. Yeah, I like Hayden Pittman, man. He's like the southeastern version of the tight end from Colorado State. Like, they're both guys that can really uh, – McBride, Trey McBride. They're, they're both guys that can really get down the middle, down the seam. Um, they make contested catches. They, they are willing to sacrifice their body for the reception. And that's what you want at that position, somebody that can help you move the chains. He's more along the lines of what you see as a Dawson Knox um, at, for the Buffalo Bills. So I, I think he's one of these guys that is going to be a solid pro at the next level, probably a mid-round draft draft pick. I'm excited to see him get out there and compete against a very good BYU defense. So BYU's got some skilled guys too. Tyler Algier I'm familiar with, the running back. I don't know about this wide receiver, Gunnar Romney. Is he related to Mitt Romney? Yeah, that's his grandson. That is absolutely. So I didn't know that. Yep, that's Mitt Romney's grandson. And, and Romney is Romney is the master of the, the sideline reception. Like, he's 6'5", but man, and I don't care where you throw that football on the sideline, he's going to get both feet in. He stretches about eight feet tall. And you're not going to knock him off that spot. He is unbelievable in terms of uh, body positioning and letting his feet die on the sideline, back of the end zone, all those good things. So he plays well above the rim. He's a, a solid uh, route runner, uh, but definitely someone that that has that that pro game in terms of you know I'm pro, I'm uh, playing like I'm already on Sundays in terms of his footwork, his where he is on the field, and how he make reception. And Algier is someone that is super productive. He's a junior. But again, with the COVID year and also uh, BYU's, you know, guys going to mission for a decade and come back and they be sophomores. Who knows if he's going to play or not? Uh, you know, what I'm saying next year if he's going to come out. But he is definitely draft eligible and one of the best running backs in the country. So what are you doing with the game? BYU laying seven. I think this will be a, a entertaining game. One I'm excited to see. So. It'll be closer than seven points. I'm taking UAB in the points here. I think we'll see a three or four point game. Uh, definitely not a touchdown favorite. 
uh, worthy type game. I feel like BYU plays at times to let both teams stay in it. So I'm taking UAB in the points to keep this one close. I'm playing the people that overcome the odds, rewrite the playbook, deliver under pressure. Talking about the MVPs of small business that lead their teams to victories all year long. Visa is is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business, help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right, Emery, who's working for us in Friday night's game? I don't know why the game doesn't start till 9.15. I mean... That's rough for me. I, I only stay up to like 10, 1030 usually. Uh, I don't know who decided that. But it's JMU at North Dakota State. I'm going to watch as long as I can. I'm pumped about it. North Dakota State's favored by five and a half. Tell me about JMU's quarterback, Cole Johnson. Cole Johnson has put together probably one of the best statistical years in quite some time at the position. I feel like he only has one interception on the season, or maybe two, and 35, 36 touchdown passes. He's a senior. He's 6'5", 215, throws the football extremely well at all levels of the field. There was a play against uh, southeastern Louisiana where he was getting – he had to stand down the gun barrel, stare down the gun barrel, and took a shot right in the chest, but delivered a perfect strike on a flag route in the corner of the end zone. It's like, man, this dude is 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 legit good, and he's just constantly making plays uh, in the passing game and, and is able to evade pressure a little bit uh, to, to buy himself some time to complete these throws. So he's probably one of the more underrated senior quarterbacks that we're not talking about uh, in the draft class. North Dakota State, wide receiver Christian Watson, fullback Hunter Lupke. I feel like North Dakota State can always have a good fullback. They they should, right? But this dude, Lupke, is, is man – I said I tweeted this out last spring. Like he was on a roll. There was one game I was watching where they gave him the football like 10 times in a row. And he was averaging like seven or eight yards. I was like, I don't care what his classification is. I'm drafting Hunter Lukey right now and starting him on my football team. You know, I want that dude on my team because he's toting that rock uh like he's supposed to. Um, he's an old school guy where you you're seeing these big backs. But he can also play fullback. You can trust him as a detached H back, you know, and and have him work in the passing game. He's good blocking on the on the move, but in the short yardage goal line four minute offense type situation, he can close out the game too. He's a junior, so I just want to get him into the show just to talk about him because that's how big of a fan I am of his game. He is someone that can do it all at the position, and he wears forty four. It's hard not to like big backs that wear big numbers like forty four because automatically you're thinking, all right. Is he Chuck Foreman? Is he, you know, Tom Rathman? Is he, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Juszczyk? You know, who, is he John Riggins? It doesn't matter. You want a big back with a big number, Toten Rock and Luke can do it well. And, and Watson, you hope he plays in this game. I don't think he's going to play. But he's 6'5", about 210 pounds with blazing speed. Um, and, and he's probably going to be drafted in the fourth, third or fourth round uh, coming out of North Dakota State. He is a Tampa kid. They've quietly built the pipeline from Fargo to Tampa or from Florida, Florida, Fargo to Florida, getting these skilled players up there, and he can run, legit run. He also returns kicks and punts. So for a tall guy with that amount of ability and speed, definitely someone that you want to earmark for, for this whole draft process. 
North Dakota State is favored by five and a half, Emory. I'm taking JMU in the points here. Uh, JMU has beaten North Dakota State in Fargo when they went on to play and win the national championship this year. Five and a half seems a bit much. If this was a three or four point spread, I would say lay the points with North Dakota State. But because you got, you know, five and a half, I, I see this one being extremely tight. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking JMU in the points here. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, that'll do it, by the way. Taking notes on your on your picks so I can get it on the uh, social media at Ross Tucker Pod. I love that pick. So you can anyway. add, you can add Louisiana uh, laying the points against Marshall too in the New Orleans Bowl set. Saturday I didn't even night. need to ask you about that one. I already know <laughs> what you would do there. Check him out on social at F Ball Game Plan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Please spread the word about this show to any of your buddies because you know what. It's bowl season, and it's draft season here on the College Draft Podcast. The keg is kicked. We are all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 